0: Walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer, then no time left for a jog. When everyone else is relying on you, it's easy to put your needs last. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online, so you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Gotta walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then there goes the extra time for a jog. (sighs) That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want by chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com.
1: All we are here with Beyond Baseball, brought to you by Blast Baseball. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution trusted by more MLB, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter the code LIVE at checkout to save $10. Unlock your potential with a blast. All right, we are excited to bring you the first edition of Beyond Baseball Shorts this season. Um, just have an incredible list of prospects we're going to bring you some awesome interviews with uh, from some of your favorite teams. Um, this first one we have is with outfielder Brewer Hicklin of the Kansas City Royals. Um, has just an incredible story about how he kind of overcame some of the darkest times in his professional career and found some light. And I think uh, everybody's really going to enjoy this one. Um, just a solid individual and human being. So um, without further ado, here's that interview with Brewer Hickland. All right, welcome to another Beyond Baseball Shorts, powered by Prospects Live. I'm your host, Jared Perkins, as always, and I have an amazing guest here today, uh, Brewer Hickland, outfielder with the Kansas City Royals, uh, drafted in the 2017 MLB draft out of the seventh round out of the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Uh, Brewer, how you doing today? Good, man. 2017. Yeah. <sighs> Seems like forever. He's getting old, man. No, you're getting younger. Just by, you just gotta have a different perspective. You just that's that right perspective.
2: That perspective. <laughs> body doesn't feel yeah. that way, but
1: yeah, mind's young. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate it taking some time to join. Uh, We've shared your story on a different podcast, a group that I work with, Major League University. Um, But just for the viewers who don't know you and are kind of new to this podcast, um, just fill them in a little bit about background about you, uh, how you kind of got to where you are playing football in college and also playing baseball, um, but also kind of some of the struggles that you went through with professional baseball and just kind of how you developed yourself outside of the game as well.
2: Yeah, man, uh, two sport athlete at UAB uh obviously was uh, quite the challenge but something that really molded me into who I am today. Um just discipline and and really developed my athleticism to really kind of make me the baseball player I am today. Uh it's kind of interesting when I got drafted out they were kind of drafted me not as a baseball player but as an athlete and I was going to figure out the baseball stuff kind of later and I mean, I still kind of feel that way, man. I'm learning stuff each and every day and trying to just continue to grow uh, my game and add different facets that I can. But yeah, baseball, you know, is very interesting. It's been quite the journey uh, from 2017, starting in rookie ball and, um, you know, then going to extended spring training, which was a big heartbreak, and then going to low A, going to high a, then getting sent back to low A, and then double A, having one of the worst first halves of my life, uh hunt what sixty games and just I think I was hitting like one ninety and really just kinda hitting rock bottom. I mean, honestly I just remember, um <laughs> I mean we've told the story before, but just like you know, sitting in the locker room with just tears in my eyes, not really knowing um if I ever was good enough to be able to to be a big leaguer and, you know, fortunately enough and and, you know, by God's grace I was <laughs> I was able to, to accomplish that. Uh last year which was was incredible it was almost like seemed like a year uh, to the date but yeah i mean god's been good to me man i'm so fortunate i've had incredible people in my corner and then it pushed me forward and i'm just trying to to make a difference each and every day uh that i go out there i love baseball but i love people more and um building the relationships is one of the most rewarding things about this game and something that i look forward to doing each and every season
1: yeah, I, I love the relationship aspect that you touch on because we interviewed Jacob Turner, who pitched about seven years in the big leagues, and he talked about the biggest takeaway he had from the game wasn't playing, wasn't just being on that stage. He's like, it was the relationships that I developed with the people that I put during that time. He's like, because he goes, it doesn't matter what I did on the field. He goes, those <laughs> things went away at some point. He goes, but the relationships I well, developed with the people, he goes, those have last forever. Yeah, you're right. I mean, at the the day
2: like somebody's always going to hit more home runs and steal more bases but you know it's it's really just about making friends and impacting lives and you know it, it's cool like my wife and I are getting ready to get on a flight in a couple of days and go down to Orlando for a teammate's wedding and spend some That's days cool. uh, down there so it's just fun things that you really get to do meeting people all over the world you know college you kind of have most of that region you know players you get yeah. the pro ball you got people from from different countries and different uh, areas of the United States, and um, it's just it's really neat to bring everybody together. That, that's one of the the coolest things about baseball is you have so many different cultures in one locker room. So something that I, I really enjoy being a part
1: of. Yeah, and that's awesome. And one thing I kind of want to touch on too, because you talked about it. Uh, you talked a little bit about the struggles, but focusing on the positive aspects of the thing, like thinking about kind of the lowest lows that you had in the game. What was it like to finally like, make that major league Duke debut? What were some of the feelings that you went through? Because I imagine like. Coming from that low point, and then all of a sudden, like, now you're at the top. You made that Major League debut. Kind of take us through what that that moment was like.
2: Yeah, I mean, almost, what, 10 months? I think it was July that I was really kind of just had that breakdown. And it was 10 months later in May that uh, I got the call that I was going uh, to the big leagues. And, you know, it's something that you dream about your whole life. And when it's finally there doesn't really seem real. (laughs) Uh, you put so much thought into what that day is going to feel like and how it's going to go. Um, and so really for me, um, it was, it was more of a celebration of just being able to persevere through all those failures. Um, there were so many times that I wanted to quit, not do it, but I kept telling myself to keep going. I had my wife in my corner, my family in my corner. And, uh, I honestly couldn't do it without them. And so, to me, that's what it was It was a celebra- uh, celebration of. I mean, all the hard work, but all yeah. just the times that you really had to look at yourself in the mirror and say, do I really want to do this? And I kept saying yes, because I'm a passionate about the game. I feel like I'm a good enough player to be able to contribute at the big league level, and um, I was fortunate to do that for, for just a couple games last year. didn't go like I wanted to do, but uh, like we talked about before, it doesn't really define the player that I am for sure.
1: Yeah, and I love that perspective too. Because you think about it, like no matter what journey you're on, whether it's in athletes or, or athletics, or um, you're just trying to do something else, a sport, like you're gonna you're gonna run into bumps in the road on your way to that to trying to get to the top end goal. And if you if you're not celebrating those small victories or just kind of figuring out things along the way, like it gets hard. Like you start kind of going sure. into the to the the ruts that you've kind of talked about. Um, So I I love that. And so kind of building on to this off season, uh, what's the one thing you're kind of looking forward to during this off season, but going into the next year to kind of really build on?
2: I think I want to build off just like what I did last year. I mean, I, I had a good statistical year. There were some things yeah. that I, I want to continue to develop um, as far as the analytical side of things that they kind of deem uh, in the red category. Um, a lot of things, you know, went well and I had some success. But, you know, at the end of the day, like there's always room for improvement. And I'm, you know, the first person to be a perfectionist about my own craft. Like, I'm constantly uh, criticizing what I'm doing and you know, that's just my personality. Like, I want to be the best at everything I do. But yeah. I think, you know, going into this year, it's literally just taking advantage of that day and focusing for those four, you know, three, four, five at-bats, whatever you may have for that day. And, man, just trying to, you know, when the slippery slope goes down, just to try to level it out and get back on top instead of just letting it keep go down. Because I would have, some, you know, not really, you know, days that I was like, checked out but it just yeah. just seemed like it kept going down 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 and then i hit the oh right back up high, 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 high. Yeah. so just a little bit more even kill um easier said than done man you know how it is it's a hard game but yeah that's kind of the goal and uh just you know along the way just you know pull the teammates together and enjoy our time together because i mean we spend more time with them than we do our family so that becomes your family
1: yeah I love that perspective. I talked about a little bit about statistics. I know you mentioned that, but you came close what to the thirty 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 club? Come on. As as it one that. double. Right? <laughs> two two
2: homers two home short, man. I had uh. I had three weeks and I just absolutely choked and uh choked at the end. But I mean, you know, I really didn't change anything. I, I just yeah. I mean, we ran into some good pitching and um timing was off, body didn't feel great, success didn't happen, but I mean What's the difference in two home runs? Like, we, you know, I tried to just take it from the perspective of, hey, man, it was a still good year. Would have been awesome because I don't think anybody's done that in, like, 10 years. Um, but did do it. Should have, could have, would <laughs> have. Now we got to do it this yeah. year.
1: Yeah. Now The other thing I like that you touched on, too, uh, you talked about kind of being a people person and kind of being that person that everybody – kind of goes to. Um, So what helped you develop that outside of the game? Because a lot of times people are so focused on baseball, they kind of forget to kind of develop themselves outside of the game. But what has kind of developed your personality to kind of be that clubhouse guy and kind of be that leader in the clubhouse?
2: I mean, I've always been a naturally extroverted person. Uh, I've always enjoyed meeting new people and building new relationships. I think, uh, you know, going to college and just kind of my coach instilling, um, that kind of humility in me to like realize that you know you're not any better than anybody else and um I think just serving others like you really kind of start to find more value in your own life when you look to add value in other people's life so that's just kind of an outlook that I've taken um throughout my career and obviously some days are better than others but like I just want to like them to go home knowing that they have at least one teammate that really cares about them and that's going to be praying for them and that, you know, can just be there to talk if they need to talk. You know, there's so many different scenarios that go on in a year. Um, a lot of people just don't have anybody to talk to. And so, um, you know, in any, in any field, whether a business or not, like it's always just important to, to be that person for somebody. And I'm fortunate to have mentors in my life that are calling on me and, and, you know, checking in on me. And so I just want to be that for other people. Um, that's just where my heart is and something that I've, kind of just grown into. I mean, I love leadership. I love studying leadership. I love how it brings people together. I love how it makes teams better, businesses better, communities better. There's really no bad thing to good leadership. And so yeah. uh, I just try to be the best leader that I can be and I mean, I still can be better, so I'm just trying to be be the best I can.
1: Yeah. The one thing I the one thing that you really touched on that I love is that you talk about in leadership, it's being there for other people, right? It's not just leading the team, but it's also making sure they know that you're there for them. Um, But thinking about yourself too, like, because you're putting so much energy into others, which is great. But what do you do away from the game to kind of help you uh, not focus on the, uh, like the ups and the downs of the game, but really develop those passions outside of the game that kind of help you stay grounded?
2: I think the biggest thing is just my foundation and my faith in Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Like at the end of the day, um, a, a, the game of baseball is not what's important in life. I mean, we're all called yeah. here to further and advance the kingdom of Christ. So, I, I try to have that outlook every day. But granted, I'm as competitive as it gets. So, like when you go between the lines, like I want to knock your teeth yeah. in and beat. Um, but when I do that, I'll pick you up and tell you I love you. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I think I think you know, in any any relationship, any marriage, uh, any team, I mean, any country, whatever. Like if the roots are founded in Christ, which is humility grace patience serving others like what can go wrong you know like you just have this freedom that is just unexplainable that a lot of people don't understand like we get so bound up and feel like we're weighed down by life circumstances so often um but the freedom that we get you know to have a savior that died on the cross for our sins and forgave us of those it's second to none and um you know (laughs) there's really no other way to put it other than simply put. Jesus Christ is, is the reason I'm able to to be grounded and have that foundation doesn't mean I don't no. have bad days definitely have bad days um, but I do find myself if I do get get back to the source and get back to the vine, I always uh, seem to have a lot more patience um, and peace
1: yeah I think that's the the beautiful thing about even being grounded in faith is that you have that foundation to go back to right no matter what changes in life, no matter what the good or the bad like there's something to go back to and I think that's the important thing that a lot of people don't have, especially when they're coming into the minor leagues or just in anything in general in life is like you don't have that foundation to go back to. It gets real tough to to find it's out tough. where you are
2: roller coaster man that's just and it's hard to live a life with a roller coaster. people can't yeah. depend on you and um that's one thing I want to be is I want to be dependable. I want people to know that uh, whether it's a good day or bad day for me or good day or bad day for them, I want to be the same guy. I want to try to to just love on them. And, um, that's, you know, that's really one of my biggest goals this year is just to be better at that. And I mean, you know, not carrying it home with me and, and being present with my wife and my crazy dog, um, and enjoying the time with them after a rough game or, or even a good game. Um, You know, it is funny. You go home and you just, when you have good games, you just feel different. And I'm just trying to take that infectious personality, like that infectious feeling into each and every day. um, Cause that seems like when I'm at my best.
1: Yeah, and that's amazing. I Just kind of diving into the last question, you've touched on a lot about what we kind of talk about in the Beyond Baseball podcast is we really want this to be something that, that fans can enjoy and really enjoy the human side of the players behind the numbers and their performances on on the field and get kind of a bigger look of, like, who these guys are and who they are as humans, but we also – want the podcast to be like a way for future minor leaders to kind of learn and get some lessons um, to help teach them as they try to transition into professional baseball as they kind of find to figure out who they are. So if you had like the one piece of advice for future athletes who might be going through some of the same up and downs that you were going through or trying to figure out who they are outside of the game, what would that that piece of advice be?
2: Man, uh, I've been giving some good advice in my time. (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, and you've probably heard it before, but it's just to be where your feet are. I mean, yeah. there's, you know, you, you can want to be so many different places in life, but you can't make a true impact on the people around you unless you're just being present where you are. So what does that look like? I mean, you know, you're at practice and, and you're, you know, in the 10U team and, and you're, you know, thinking about going home and playing video games or you're thinking about a test the next day or you're thinking about. A game in a couple days or a tournament in a couple weeks—that doesn't benefit anything because you can't control any of that. The only thing that you can control in the moment is you fielding that ground ball, taking that swing, stepping out, taking another swing. And um, to me, that's—that's—I mean, the biggest benefit that I ever got, or you know, that I was able to to find uh, the biggest gains is just to be present, to be where my feet are. I found that that was one, not only the best thing for me athletically and physically, but also for me emotionally, because um, it just really took the fear and anxiety away of worrying about things that I can't control. I mean, there's so many things in this life that we can't control and we want to have our hands on, um, but you just got to let go and just be where your feet are and let God um, you know, run his course. I I wear a bracelet that says Tetelestai. It means it is finished. God's work's already been done. And, um, you know, I'm literally just living out, you know, the playbook that he has for me. And um, the only thing I can do is to be on the page that I am for that day.
1: Yeah. I I think that's a perfect thing to end on because you think about it. It's like you can't get where you want to go unless you succeed or you're having success in the current moment. Um, I think that's a... Awesome. And Brewer, we can't thank you enough for joining us. This is an awesome interview. You're an incredible person. You can see why you're one of the clubhouse leaders. I wish you to put nothing but the best in big league spring training as it comes close here um, yes, in the 2023 season.
2: Yeah, man. Really appreciate you uh, spreading everybody's stories and, and just let people share their heart. I uh, wish you guys nothing but the best and uh, look forward to talking to you in 2023.